Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. morning everybody that was powerful worship time huh everybody's still just drunk in his presence huh come on you can't hear me you're too drunk to hear me <laughs> wow I don't, I don't think Ryan's in the room right now but um wow <laughs> my my head's drunk a little bit actually um, Chandra, thanks for thanks for coming down. This is this is Ryan's wife, Chandra, here, and the little daughter, Oakley, not Shirley Temple, but she has the same hair. She's beautiful. So glad you guys are here today. Um, today, wow, I'm just trying to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Um, <clears throat> I, I had a message that I know is from God, and thought it was for today. But I'm, I don't think I'm giving it today. So Holy Ghost is pretty good, isn't he? Are you guys, are you guys thirsty for more of his presence? Whew, why don't you stand up if you're able to and just put your hands out to the Lord. And I, I feel, even as I just said, are you thirsty, like I just started feeling... More drunk. <laughs> he's, the, he's the river that never runs dry. And he's the new wine, too, that never runs dry. Holy Spirit, I ask you to fall on us right now. More, Lord. Wow. Yeah, if you, if you want more, just say, more, Lord. And just take a drink by faith right now of his presence. Thank you, Lord. Do you guys believe there's more? Do you believe that if he gives you more, that after you had that, there's even more? Do you believe that it could be a legal prayer to say, Lord, double it right now? Why don't you say it to him? Now just receive the double. Did anybody feel an increase when you did that? Oh, I see your hands. Do you, see, do you feel increase? All right, let's try it again then, because he answered that prayer. <laughs> he might be consistent with answering the prayer today. So let's say again, double it, Lord. Double it, Lord. Whoa. <laughs> wow. We love you, Holy Spirit. We want more. Whoa. I'm cool with, with looking like a sloppy mess in front of you guys. I don't care. I just want more, Lord. <laughs> Whew, it's happening. I'm sliding. <laughs> I, I, I declare over each person in there right now permission. I'll let you know if I need it. Thank you. I just declare permission to drink and to, and to get intoxicated on the Holy Spirit today and, and every day. Like, it's good. Lord, we want more. 
Let's just give him some room right now just to flow. Holy Spirit, more, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Drink by faith. Drink by faith. Sometimes, sometimes just praying in the Spirit is actually drinking. Why don't you do that for a moment? It's just If you have the Spirit language, just pray it. Shalababa. And if you don't, you can just see, keep saying more, Lord. We want more, Lord. God, you're good. God, you're good. <clears throat> he doesn't just want us to do the formalities of four or five songs and then announcements and message and we just go through the motions. Like, He actually really wants to inhabit the praises of his people and drench us with his presence and his goodness more lord yeah as a matter of fact like if you think that you would like to just get more manifested in his presence but you just don't like how you think you're going to look or sound i rebuke fear right now and just pop the cork all right just take seriously like you can get more noisy if you have to. I just want us to have a moment. Come on. Thank you, Lord. More. More. We, I, I don't want to do, I don't want to just do Sunday church, guys. More, Lord. More, Lord. He's here. Thank you, God. More. Thank you, Lord. More, more, more. Thank you, wow. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Seriously, like if you're not familiar with this, like when the Holy Spirit shows up and you just let it just soak him in, he's the new wine. You literally can get inebriated. He, he's the real thing. The, the alcohol is the fake. That's the, that is the false attempt to get people looking at the wrong stuff. Thank you, Lord. You are, you are the joy of the Lord. Just take in His joy, take in His peace, take in His love, take in His goodness. He loves you so much. I declare... I just declare the, a shift in our congregation that it's easy, it's easy to drink of His presence. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Keep, keep drinking. So why don't you say it again? Double it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You can go as far as you want with it. Thank you, Lord. More, Lord.
Hallelujah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Seriously, take another drink. I'm feeling it still. Thank you, Lord. Just put your hands out if you want. If you want more, Holy Spirit, we want more of your presence. Ha <laughs> ha Thank you, God. Wow. I asked, um, I asked Sheldon if he'd come up and share a testimony. Something cool happened with his family yesterday. I, I'm definitely I'm putting my message on hold because I know God's going to do stuff right now. You coming? Yeah, I'm putting my message on hold. They had something cool happen yesterday, and I wanted them to share it, so here you go. All right. Well, thanks, Jesse. Um, yesterday, we were just out exploring different areas, and we went to this um, uh, home decor antique shop in Claremont. And uh, <laughs> go Claremont. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we were in, in the shop, and we overheard one of the... Um, ladies who was there working, asking her coworker when she could take Tylenol again because she was having some back pain. And um, and so we overheard the conversation as we were getting ready to leave. Laura struck up a conversation with her to ask about her back pain. And ultimately, she's been having some back pain from having lifted something. Um, she's been in, in a little bit of a battle with insurance trying to get pre-authorization for chiropractic care. And so we asked if we could pray for her back and uh, if she would be willing to receive healing from the Lord. She was more than willing to let us pray for her. And at the time, nothing happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> we ended up going back a couple hours later because um, there was a desk there that Laura wanted to get. So we went and got it. And as we were getting ready to pack up, the same gal was there and just actually getting ready to go home for the day. And she came back to Laura and said, I didn't take the Tylenol. My back isn't hurting anymore. And so um, we just got to praise the Lord right there in that moment. And uh, a little bit of a delayed testimony, but a testimony nonetheless. How, how long did you say it? Yeah, at least 10 weeks she's been having pain. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I like that testimony even better, honestly, than if it was an immediate thing. For this reason, we often, if we don't see the result, we have a tendency to think, well, I guess it didn't work that time. But they actually got the opportunity to go back in later and see, actually, it did work. So come on. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. Thanks for sharing that, brother. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm, I'll share a testimony in a few minutes, but I, I wanted to, Lord, I'm getting drunk. When you look at it in the natural, like it just looks stupid. But when you, when you know that the spirit of God that you can't see with your eyes is present, like there's, there's things that's going on in the spirit realm that you can't see, but it, when your spirit is attuned to it, I mean, my head is buzzing right now. Whoo! 
You know, do you guys understand that the power of testimony is an opportunity to draw off of what God's doing? Like when you honor it and you say, I want that, like it's actually, it's an impartation, right? To, to receive it. And like, I don't know if you're going to get a head buzz or not, but man, he's, he's in here. So take it <laughs> right now in Jesus' name. We're going to go to greater places and, and just God just manifesting and like, I, I just declare the Holy Ghost whack on you guys in Jesus' name. That's, that's, I declare that prophecy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Do you feel his presence, Ryan? More, Lord. More, Lord. Lord, I, I, I just ask you to touch everybody right now. Everybody in Jesus' name. Wow. Man, I, I had a message. I'm so excited about it. Lord. <laughs> I'm patient, Lord. I trust you. Trust you in the waiting. Wow. So I'm going to do something different. This isn't going to be a sermon. I actually feel like this is going to be whew, some ministry. But, but wow. Turn your Bibles to Hebrews 10. Whew, man, it's getting stronger. Thank you, Lord. Whew. Seriously, I want to know, are you feeling God in the room right now? Raise your hand or let me see something. Whoa, more Lord. Shaka. Whew. All right. You guys, most of you probably know that we're, we are actually in the 10 days of all right now. Um, a few years ago, I actually did a full teaching on this, on, on the Rosh Hashanah which is the Jewish New Year, and then the 10 days of awe, and then, it, and then it caps off on the other end of the 10 days with Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement. And I, I just want you guys to know, if you didn't know that, that starts tonight. Yom Kippur, whoa. Uh, it's the Day of Atonement, and it starts at sun, sunset, all right? That's how the Jewish holidays work, is they, they actually call their day, it starts, um, it starts, in the evening when the sun goes down through the night and then through the next day until sun goes down. That's what they call a day. And so the Jewish holidays, they start usually, I don't know if they all do, I think they might, start at sunset and then it goes till the next day, sunset. So that's today, Yom Kippur. And uh, <clears throat> it's the Day of Atonement. It's considered, it's considered in, in the Judaism to be the holiest day of the year. And we know that all right, so, so Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, was the day, one day a year, when the high priest of the nation would, they would sacrifice a bull, and they would take the blood into the temple or the tabernacle through the holy place where they would minister every single day, but, but then there's the curtain that divided them from the holiest place, the Holy of Holies, where the... Uh, where the mercy seat was, right? That's where the Ark of the Covenant, which was, we, we would look at it as a box, a golden box that's beautiful with angels carved on it and, the, and their cherubim and their, their, their wings would point towards one another and they're facing each other. But it actually is a, a seat on top of that thing. And it's a seat that only one person could sit on and that's Yahweh God himself. All right? And so... That God is, is holy. Oh, Lord, you're holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. He's holy, 
and, and he sits on the throne, the, the mercy seat, and, and his, his, his glory, his Shekinah glory would fill that room. Shekinah, you could see it if you could go in there. You could see it as a cloud. It's, it's the Kabod, Shekinah, manifested, weighty presence of God. And, and it was the center of the nation because they would, every, everywhere that they would park the tabernacle in the wilderness, they would build it and then they would, the, the priests would worship every day and the, all of the tribes of Israel would camp around it. And so it was all centralized on the Shekinah glory of God. And one time per year on the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, would be the one day that the high priest only could, and he had to consecrate himself in very special ways. He would go in there, and he would, he would take the blood of the bull, and he'd go in there, and he'd sprinkle the blood of the bull on the altar, on the, on the Ark of the Covenant, on the mercy seat, the throne. And it would make atonement for the sins of all of the entire nation, the million plus people that were parked around the, 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 temp, the tent. And, and the Lord would, he, he would allow it to cover the sins of the people for the entire one year. Whew. It's like they didn't deserve it, but, but it was the mercy of the Lord to wash away all their guilt that they didn't deserve, Right? And that, that high priest had the privilege that nobody else had to be able to, like, he would have to bow to go through that curtain. It was a thick curtain, and, and one time per year. And it was lit up in that room, not by candle, by glory. Wow. And, and we know that the tabernacle was simply a, an earthly model, a man-made earthly model that God chose by mercy to come and inhabit by his very glory, but it was a replica of what heaven is, was like and is like. And, and so in heaven where God sits, the Yahweh God, the creator of this universe, sits on the very throne, the central throne of the entire universe in his kabod glory that is way beyond what could have fit in that little room that they built with fabric. That was just a model. That was just a little snapshot of the real. And so God sits and he has, he has sat there for eternity before, eternity present, eternity future. That's where God's throne is. Hallelujah. And, and thank God that we're not under the old covenant any longer, who the people sinned and then they, they relied on a priest once a year to go in there and make atonement every year, year after year, after year, after year, after year. It didn't actually remove their sins. It just blotted over them. Right? It just covered them. And God's mercy turned his face away from it. Right? But we know, don't we, what Jesus did on the cross. Yep. Oh my God, he's the highest of all, of all high priests. He's the, he is the highest of all high priests. He's not only the high priest who, who went into the tabernacle to put blood on the altar. He was also the sacrifice. And he shed his blood once forever, never to be having to be done again. Hallelujah. 
right? And so in, in Hebrews 10, I want us to start at verse 11. <clears throat> it says, Every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away the sins. All right, so in the Old Covenant, the priest would, they would be in the outer court and in the, in the holy place every single day making sacrifices, but the Yom Kippur was the one day to go into the holy place, right? All right, so every day, and they're saying, but it not, actually never actually took away the sins. But this man, it's talking about Jesus Christ, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, hallelujah, aren't you guys thankful that there doesn't have to ever be a sacrifice again? Come on. He sat down at the right hand of God. From that time, waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. By one offering, he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Is there anybody in here who is a born-again Christian? Did you know that if you're a born-again Christian, that, you, that he has actually made you holy? Like, you can't make you holy. That's what the old covenant tried to do, and it failed, right? Jesus is the only one, but he actually literally made you holy, not by you, but by him. <laughs> made you holy, and being made holy actually means to be sanctified. All right, so we have to choose to enter into the sanctification of Jesus Christ. We have to choose to receive the free gift of his salvation and righteousness and holiness perpetually. We choose to say yes, Lord, to that. Amen? So, so we choose to be continually sanctified. You can get unsanctified if you choose to exit out of the posture of receiving by faith. But as long as you keep that posture, you're being sanctified. Amen? <laughs> Which means being set apart from the world and your old self. All right, but this verse 14, I just read it. It says, for by one offering, what was that offering? Jesus crucified. For by one offering, he has perfected forever. Whoa. Really? That just said that you're perfect. Forever. Does that mean that the last sin or stupid thing you did disqualified you from perfection? Well, you know, that was dumb, all right? Don't do it again. <laughs> but, if you, but being sanctified means that you continue re-entering. You, you continue posturing yourself in Christ, and you're receiving from Him. And, and in that posturing of receiving, and, and if we sin, like we have to confess and get cleansed in the blood to re-enter back into that sanctification, all right? That's why we are continually being sanctified. But when you're in that place of sanctification, guess what? You're under the blood of Jesus, and while you're under the blood of Jesus, he deems you perfect. Whoa. Wow. Like God thinks of you greater than you think of yourself. When you're in Christ... You have his perfection. That's how God sees it. Isn't that amazing? Are you, is anybody blessed by that? Or you're like, ah, who cares? I, I'm perfect. Big deal. Jesus died. Ah, okay, another sermon. 
you guys, like, I, I literally just told you that God thinks you're perfect. <laughs> In Christ, that's, that, should, that should change everything of life. But the Holy Spirit also witnessed to us, for after he had said before, he said, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. Then he adds, their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Wow. When you're under the blood of Jesus, the Lord can't even remember the things that you did. When you're under the blood of Jesus, He can't see the sins because they're not there. And He changes your past and He sees you as perfect. That's everything. Hallelujah. Now where there's remission of sins, there is no longer an offering for sin. Verse 19, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. He's talking about the holy of holies. He's talking about the place where the throne of God is, the mercy seat, the Shekinah kabod, weighty, manifested, thick, glory, presence of God. Because the blood of Jesus has washed away your sins and they don't exist anymore, and He sees you as perfect, not in your own right, but because of what Jesus has done in you. And He's taken away your sins, and they're not even to be remembered anymore. He sees you as perfect. And He says, in that verse, He says, you can literally have boldness to confidently come stand before God's throne in the fullness of His glory face to face with Yahweh, your Creator. That's everything. Come on. The, the presence of God is in this place today, and you know, Ryan flowing in the spirit. That was awesome. And we're and God's coming in and God's moving, and we're being invited to come in. And guess what? There's more for you. And the Lord has He's actually literally opened the way for us to come before Him into the deep places of His presence. In the throne room, in the Shekinah glory, the Holy of Holies. And I'm not talking about the one in the fabric tent. I'm talking about the real one in heaven. Come on. Hallelujah. We, we get to enter, boldly enter into the holiest place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which He consecrated for us through the veil that is His flesh. So the old model had fabric, curtain that separated us, but this is actually saying that in heaven, the barrier is actually Jesus' flesh. It's His body. All right? But it says that we get, to, we get to go through the new and living way that He consecrated, through the veil that is His flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. Some people need the blood of Jesus to sprinkle on you and cleanse you from an evil conscience. The thing that condemns you still. Amen? And our bodies washed with pure water. Let us behold... Sorry, that's, I'm going to stop there. But, but this is showing us that Jesus died on the cross because He made the way open to us. To the throne room of God so that we can behold God in His glory. Hallelujah. 
Everybody say, He's already done it. He's already opened the way. He's already given me the ticket in. And I have it by faith. It's the blood of Jesus and the crucified body of Jesus. And I have the right to enter in with boldness and confidence and no shame. Not because I'm great, but He gave me, he gave me His greatness. Hallelujah. Come on, that's amazing. Thank you, Lord. So that's Yom Kippur. When we celebrate Yom Kippur, and I hope you will this evening, remember what Jesus has done. He's actually opened the way for us to come before the throne. If you have sin in your life or you're carrying things of the world, you've got to shed it off. You've got to shed it off. You've got to release it to the Lord and repent of it and give it to Him. But you don't have to stay in a place of shame. you just got to release it and enter into the invitation to the throne room where God wants to encounter you. Hallelujah. I, I, I want us to understand that when we say we want the presence and we want the glory and we want the outpouring, like Jesus has already paid the price for it. He's already done everything. He's already rent the curtain. He's already opened the heavens. Probably one and the same, actually. So that heaven can come into our lives. And it doesn't have to be hard to have the, the glory of God manifesting amongst us in our lives. The only thing that hinders us from that is bad beliefs and unconfessed sins. Did you hear me? <laughs> so repent and start believing. Amen? I wanted to tell you another testimony real quick, but I, I, had to, I had to give you the Yom Kippur picture because I want you to see, like I, I want you in your spirits to see a portal of heaven. Oh, it's already open. Like it, it's swirling. <laughs> there's, there's glory just swirling on the open heaven. It's just ready to gush forth. Like the, we, we've been talking about... Um, that Jesus has given us the keys of the kingdom of heaven and that whatever we bind on earth will have already been bound in heaven, right? And that God's given us access to all the things that he's already done, but we have to be able to know how to get them and pull them in. I want to tell you, the portal's open. And Jesus paid the price, and Yom Kippur is the picture of that. It's the throne room of God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I was... You guys haven't heard me speak since I went to uh, Ship Shawana and, and got to minister at the tent revival. But I don't, you guys might not know this, but Ryan actually was a big part of making that thing happen. And he's, he was a part of me getting invited to come up there. That was awesome. Man, it was, I think, eight nights, right? Eight straight nights. Todd White came and, and did the first two nights and blew it up in a good way. And, and God moved, and healings happened, salvations happened. They had like a 10-mile-long fire tunnel, I heard. Yeah. An hour and a half. Uh, can you guys imagine that? Like our fire tunnel's here. It's like a minute and a half, and you're done. No, I'm just joking. It'd it take, take probably a good 15 minutes, but imagine an hour and a half of that, like that many people. Crazy. 
So, <clears throat> but when I got there, it was, um, was I, I think I was the second to the last night, wasn't I? So on night seven, I think. And there was still several hundred people in that tent. There was several hundred in there. Yeah, at least 400, I would think. And, and, but, but it's crazy because you've got to understand this is Amish country where every single person wakes up at 4 a.m. at the latest to get ready to go to work. I'm <laughs> not even joking. <clears throat> and <clears throat> like whether they, whether they work in the field or a farm or a, or a factory or construction, it's like 4 a.m. is probably almost late. So, but these guys are staying there some, often until midnight every night, hungry, hungry. How many of you guys know that when people are hungry, God shows up? Come on. And so the, it was just awesome. And, and so um, these, there was just like, there were several healings that happened that night. I didn't have any way of getting record of what happened, but a lot of people got healed. And I wanted to tell you one of the healings real quick. Um, my friend John King, who used to be Amish, I, I met him about 11 years ago. And when I met him, around when I met him, he asked me to pray for him because he had, a, he had really bad shoulder pain in his right shoulder and because he fell off of a ladder doing work. And so he damaged his shoulder. And he had like a level 8 pain like constantly out of 10. And I prayed for him, and he was instantaneously healed. Like he just, he didn't have any doubt. Like he just knew if I pray for him, the healing's coming. And I prayed for him and it was like instant. That was 11 years ago. This time he came up to me and he said, he said, do you remember when that happened? I was like, yep. And, and then he said, well, that shoulder is really good. Thank you. I was like, you're welcome. And he said, but now it's my left shoulder. <laughs> Somehow he damaged his left shoulder recently. So he'd had like a chronic seven or eight level pain in his left shoulder. He's like, I need you to pray for me so it can be better too. And I prayed for him. And then he just kind of started walking off. I was like, wait, what's happening? He said, oh, it's already healed. <laughs> it's already, he's tested it. I made him test it. He didn't even need to. But, it, but I had him test it. And it was, I saw him the next day too. And he said it was still good. So, but that's amazing, isn't it? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, and then we had a fire tunnel that night that I think it probably at least was 45 minutes, at least. And, I mean, it's just amazing to, to see a huge fire tunnel of people that are hungry and scattering in there as Amish people, too, like going through and getting whacked by the Holy Spirit. I love that. So that's, that's pretty exciting, but that was fun to, to do that with you guys. Thank you for that. I wanted to give that testimony and Sheldon's because... That's just pretty cool, like just two recent healing testimonies. Is that encouraging to you guys? Um, I, I also, like, I just want you guys to envision that portal, like, that's, that's open heaven, okay? It's the doorway. I, I, I don't know if this is what it really looks like in the spirit, but in my spirit, I see, like, this big round hole, and, and I just see, like, this almost like a river, swirling around this thing and I just know it's a it's an access into heaven and heaven access to us whoa and, and I, I felt that I wanted to close our time right now um, and just go after a few things for breakthrough 
one of them is, is going to be healing. Um, I think specifically, if anybody has any healing that are, that's joint or bone related, I want to pray for that. If anybody has um, just really like chronic long-term illness of some form, I want to pray for that too. So we're going to do that in a minute. Uh, raise your hand, by the way, if, if what I just said applies to anybody. Okay. Oh, look around. Keep your hands up. Look around. Oh, my goodness. All right, Lord, did you pay a high enough price for all these people? I think you did. All right, good. All right. Um, how many of you guys believe that he paid a high enough price for that? <laughs> Amen. Um, and then I, I also just want to pray for a breakthrough on a couple other things after that. All right, if you guys, if you, need, if you need healing and you're able to, if you guys can stand. By the way, this is not really going to be something that um, I'm going to do. <laughs> I think sometimes we, we look at the man and we miss looking at Jesus because he's the healer, Amen. You guys, you guys good right now? Huh? Okay. All right, lift your hands to the Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. You are a healer, Jesus. You are the healer, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. By the way, I, I wanted to say this too, that when that, out of the Hebrews 10, that picture that it paints that picture of, of being able to enter into the throne room with boldness, with confidence. And it says, by the new and living way, which is the, the veil, which is the flesh of Jesus Christ. And it's the bloody flesh of Jesus, all right? The blood of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus actually has paid the price for every healing that you need. And so whatever your healing is that you need right now, I want you just to see yourself in the spirit right now by faith. I want, you to, I want you to see yourself approaching the throne of grace right now and passing through that veil, passing through the, the crucified body of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus. Just let that blood get on you. Let it get on your injury or your pain or, or your chronic sickness or, hit, or whatever it is. Just let the blood of Jesus get on it right now in Jesus' name. Lord, paint them. Paint them in blood. The blood of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. Cover them, Lord, in blood. Hallelujah. By His stripes you were healed. Amen? Why don't you guys say that? By your stripes, By your stripes. I've been healed. Why don't you say this? I, I, come, to your I come to your throne with boldness. Because of what Jesus did for me, I can be confident, not my own goodness, but yours. And you've given me perfection. You've given me holiness. And I come in that. <laughs> now just let the Lord just fall on you right now. Let the Lord touch you. Just let his presence come on you right now in the name of Jesus. I release it to you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every pain and cause of pain in here right now. I rebuke it. I rebuke it. I rebuke it. I rebuke it. I rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. I command pain to be broken right now 
whatever's going on with bones and joints, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed right now. Holy Spirit, I ask you just to release peace right where the body needs it. Release peace, shalom peace. Holy Spirit, I ask you just to zap them. (laughs) Zap them right now. Lord, with the lightnings of heaven. I rebuke sickness. I rebuke pain and the causes of pain right now. I command bodies to line up. Line up. Everybody say that. Line up. In Jesus' name. Now just take a moment and receive his touch. All right, now just check your body if it's something you can check and see if you can, uh, if you can detect any noticeable improvements. Noticeable, raise your hands. Are you re- were you checking or raising your hand for, okay. You have a noticeable improvement. Can you tell us loudly what it is? I can raise my hand up for what, was, what was it before? So you, so you have more motion in your, was it causing pain or, or it's just stiffness or what? You couldn't lift your arm up like that for 10 years? Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That's amazing. Is there pain on it? Was it, was it, did it have pain before or was it? Wow. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. That's amazing. Did you raise your hand? What, what, what improvement are you getting? Arthritis? Is it? Is it gone or what's changed? It's gone? Hold on, I can't hear. What's that? You can make a full, you weren't able to do that before? Hallelujah, God just healing arthritis. Come on. Wow. Who else? You? So your shoulder bones were off. One of them was off. But now they're, now they're even. Wow. So the, the Lord adjusted your shoulder. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. Who else? Did anybody else? Yeah, what? What? It's gone. Hallelujah. Come on. Wow. Did you, what about you? What? You got a TMJ healing? Come on, Lord. That's awesome. Whoa. Anybody else? Any significant breakthrough? Anybody else? You, you got... So you've been having shoulder pain and throbbing for years, and now it feels fine? Hallelujah. Come on, Lord. This is great, Jesus. (laughs) 
Hallelujah. Anybody else? <laughs> is, this, is this worth staying a few minutes later for? Yeah. Are anybody else getting healing? You, you got more? Chronic pain in your nerves going down to your legs, and that's, you feel that improving as well? It's gone? It's gone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wow. In a, in a small church, this is quite a lot of healings in one go. Anybody else? Are you raising your hand back there? Okay. Anybody else? Wow. That's awesome. Let's give God a big shout of praise for all that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right, because of time, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do with this next one, I'm just going to let this be part of the closing, okay? Um, I'm going to say this quick, but I, I, just really, I, I just really have been feeling this in my heart for a while, and maybe we'll go after this more soon, but I, I, I know that it's, I've talked to so many of you guys and know that there's so many weighty issues going on in people's lives, that, like burdens, like, like unusual burdens that are like bigger than normal. And so um, I, I just want to pray for God to lift burdens off of people. And so I'm going to do this in our closing prayer, okay? So if, if that's you, um, please stand. And I know, I know there's a bunch. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's not, it, it hasn't really looked usual to me, to be honest, but I felt like God wants us to go after this today. All right. And you don't have to tell us what it is. God knows. Lord, why don't you guys lift your hands to the Lord? And everybody else, if you guys, if you can either put your hand on the shoulder of someone or, or point your hands towards them. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, you are the one who lifts burdens. Thank you, Lord. I ask you, Lord. Lord, just to let the, the Spirit of God just settle upon each person right now. Lord, the things that, that weigh on their hearts, the things that concern them, could, could possibly create stress or fear or anxiety or weariness, even sometimes considering just giving up hope. Whatever it is, Lord, I, I pray, Holy Spirit, right now that you will lift that weight off of them in Jesus' name. <clears throat> and I, I just want to call you right now, you who are receiving this, come into that, pro, that throne room place because that thing that's weighing on you, doesn't, it doesn't get in there. Okay? You got to lay it down. You got to lay it down outside the door, outside the, the portal. Lay it down. And in doing so, you have to do that in an attitude of trust that God's good and has got your life in his hands and that he can manage. So I want to encourage you right now, whatever that thing is, I want you to envision it like a like a boulder or some kind of a heavy weight on your shoulder. And, and just ver like between you and the Lord, tell him what it is, okay? Just tell him what it is. He's right here. He cares for you. He cares for you.
Just tell him what it is. <clears throat> and he already knows, but he wants to hear you speak to it, okay? And then as a, as a prophetic act, as you're envisioning, envisioning that thing as a weight on your shoulders, I want you to take your hands physically, take your hands and like you're lifting it off your shoulder and then release it to the Lord. And let the Lord just release that off of you right now. Just to lift weight off of you, let him speak to you, hear him speak to you that he cares and he's got this. Thank you, Lord. I, and I pray, Lord, that you'll re replace it with a virtue of heaven right now. So show them what you want to give them in replacement of that. And just take a moment and receive that by faith. And let the Lord give you the exchange of good things for that. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I, I bless everybody in here right now. God, I, I pray that you will draw us all closer to you. Lord, let your presence just be upon us today. I pray, Lord God, that as we go into this Yom Kippur day, that you'll remind us who you are and what you have done and what you're doing. And let everybody have a glorious evening tonight, too. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for ministering to us today. We love you, God. Can everybody say amen?